Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Is it time to shut the doll bar? Well, there are renewed calls to close its doors because the Leinster House premises isn't licensed to serve alcohol. And I was reading uh, in the Irish Mirror this morning, um, People Before Profit TD for Dublin Southwest, Paul Murphy, he said the lawmakers in the chamber shouldn't become lawbreakers when they go drinking in their unlicensed shebang. Paul is with us in the programme today. Paul, why do you want to call time in the doll bar? Well, I think it's fundamentally not appropriate, not correct, that we have uh, the serving of alcohol in our national parliament in a doll where people are meant to be making uh, important uh, decisions and should be doing so fully sober. Obviously, the vast majority of people who work in schools, hospitals, shops, wherever, people don't have pubs in their workplaces generally. So I think the fact that it's emerged that there isn't even license for the bar in the doll should serve as the point whereby we say, okay, enough is enough. Um, Obviously, no workers should be impacted on that by that. They should be uh, reassigned to the canteen or the restaurant or whatever. Um, But we should stop serving alcohol in our doll. Can you explain, Paul? I I certainly, anyway, wasn't aware um, that the doll bar didn't have a licence. No, the, the, the first was what that I knew about that was when the journalist contacted me yesterday. Um, so apparently the situation is that it doesn't have the licence, but the argument is that the custom and practice is that uh, it has been custom and practice for the doll to have a bar and the doll has been operating on that basis. Um, there was an attempt to secure a licence a number of years ago, but it proved complicated so then the attempt was uh, abandoned. Um, so, you know, you have a situation now whereby the doll is operating a bar without the licence, outside of the licensing rules that apply to everybody else in the country um, and serving alcohol to TDs and uh, senators when they're about to go and vote and about to speak and, and so on. So what is a shebang? I mean, it's, it's certainly not a, a regular bar um, like the regular bars that, you know, you and I and ordinary people go into at the weekend or whenever people go into bars, it, it, it is not a licensed premise and it is purely operating on the basis of, of custom and practice. And I think that's, that's a bad custom and practice that should be discontinued. So aside from the fact that you think, you know, Leinster House doesn't need a doll bar anyway, I suppose the bigger issue here is that we have a doll bar operating, serving and taking payment, um, I assume, for drink in the upper houses of the, in, uh, the, of the, house, in the houses of power. And it's not licensed to do so. And yet every other publican in this country will know what's involved in going through the district court and the process of having to get and renew their licence. Yeah, well, the, the, the doll should definitely not be exempt from the general rules that uh, apply um, here in the case of the rules that apply in terms of getting a licence to run a bar. And there shouldn't be some special exemption. I mean, I think it shouldn't be running a bar at all, but clearly it doesn't make sense that you know we have this special unlicensed uh, premises, um, which is, is free to, to serve alcohol in the in the parliament. So I imagine then if the doll... If it if it was to become, if efforts were to be made to get a license for it, I mean, it's to do with the number of licenses, though, isn't it? That you have within a county, anyway. Like an application will have to be made through the district court. 
somebody will have to go to court to you know to take on the uh, the running or I suppose to put the license in their name like there is a whole um, there's a whole legal process involved in that it, it, exactly and there's a limit, limited number of licenses per county and often you might have to you know one bar may have to have closed in order to make space for another bar to, to open up um, at the moment that all bar is operating outside of the framework of all of that just on the basis that it's custom and practice to have a bar uh, in the doll um, so yeah, I mean, and that's clearly why when they attempted to do it previously, it proved complicated to get a license, so they abandoned it. Um, but then the situation has persisted, whereby the bar, the, the bar is open, um, but with, with no license. So it's it's a little bit like if I decided to set up a you know a bar here in 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 News Talk and sell lunchtime live cocktails. You know, if I wanted to give them out to staff or to to interviewees or people who come in, I could. But if I want to take payment for it and turn it into an actual pub, I have to go down and get a license. So I suppose people will wonder why those in the doll wouldn't have to do the same. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you couldn't establish a hundred year precedent or whatever and say that it's customary practice. Uh, to run it out of news talk, but there's no reason why that should apply here. But also, I mean, the more fundamental point is that obviously you don't have a bar in your workplace, and the vast, vast majority of people don't have bars in their uh, workplace. That's for a good reason, because people want to focus on working as opposed to socialising when they're at work. Um, And I do think that should doubly or triply apply to TDs and senators. Do many politicians, Paul, feel the same way as you about like so, like is your view now should the should the doll bar be closed until a license is got? I, I think the doll bar should be closed, full stop, um, and they shouldn't seek to have a license. There is no need to have a a, a bar on the premises of a parliament. No need whatsoever. Um, whether that is a commonly held viewpoint, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't frequent so. the doll bar, um, but you do see certainly on nights where there's voting and so on. Um, you know, you see a lot of TDs coming in and out of the of the bar. Whether they're drinking alcohol in there or not, obviously I don't I don't know. Um but I, I think certainly it would have broad public support, the idea of, of shutting the doll bar. Well that's the thing though, is it not kind of populist? Well I just think it makes sense. I <laughs> think that's why it's popular. Because I think people will think it's like, you know, anachronistic um to have a bar, have people drinking alcohol while they're at work, um and then going to make important uh, decisions in terms of their votes, in terms of their speeches and, and so on. Um, so I, I think it will be popular um, rather than uh, populist. It's, Paul, yeah, I suppose 53106 is the number if, if, you, if you agree with Paul Murphy here today. Should the doll bar be closed permanently? But I suppose in the interim period, Paul, um, while maybe you're lobbying to get it shut, shut full time, like right now when there's no licence to serve drink in the doll bar, should it be closed? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I want the top bar shut as, as soon as possible. Today. Um, and I think that, uh, absolutely, um, the, the very fact that it's operating without a licence is, you know, an, a very immediate reason uh, to shut it. And then, OK, let's have a discussion um, in the doll, but also in society about should the doll be applying for a, a licence to have a bar? And I know my position on that, but then let's, let's have that uh, discussion. But I agree with it. Let's, let's close it today. All right, Paul Murphy, um, People Before Profit TD. Paul, thanks a million for joining us Thank on you. the programme today. Philip and Glasson has texted in and says, for the very, very, very first time, I actually agree with something that Paul Murphy has to say. He's dead right. Shut the bar. The army barracks have bars. Are they licensed? Asked, asks this texter. Absolutely ridiculous, says another listener, that there is a bar in the doll in the first instance. What kind of example does it set? Can they not have a canteen just like everybody else? 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, former government minister Shane Ross is on the line. Shane, is Paul right? Should the doll bar be allowed to serve outside 
the parameters of the law if it's no license. Well, I th- yeah, good morning. I, I think I think we have to we have to kind of demystify this a little bit first. But uh, first first of all, I wasn't aware till I was in the door many 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 years that, that it was operating without a license. And I think without a doubt that that should be regularised. I think that's absolutely true. It it seems to be some sort of strange hangover from some that, that that nobody is aware of that this is operating without a license. So I think the first thing is that yeah, it should have it should have a license. There's no doubt about that. There's no reason why it shouldn't. Uh, on the issue of whether whether there should be a doll bar or not, I think we've got to be a bit careful about uh, about this and just saying, oh, just just close it. Uh, I was, I'm, I have to say, I was uh, in the Doyle for uh, and the Senate for many, many years. Mm. And I would have been not a drinker for nearly all that time, uh, uh, for maybe 30 years. And I, I was probably the best customer in, in the Doyle bar because I'd go in there for lunch. Uh, maybe a sandwich and a cup of coffee. Virtually every day that I was I was free, I wasn't doing it elsewhere. And that was something which the vast majority of people were doing. This isn't just kind of, you know, there are two bars in the Doyle, by the way. There's a visitor's bar where all the guests and all the groups go to and really enjoy it. Mm, I've been uh, in it. I've been in I was in it once or twice. Yeah, that's right. And and I really don't see why people who are coming up there in, in groups shouldn't have a drink while, while they're there. They're not working. They're not working as at all. They're actually coming up to see the Doyle in action and they're taking a break maybe or they're going there before and afterwards. And I think that's a, a perfectly acceptable thing that the public should be able to have a drink afterwards. And then there's a second bar, which is I suspect what I'm talking about. I'm not sure. There's a second bar next door, which is which is for members only. Uh, and I think you know, to deprive the public of coming on the tour of the Doyle, which is after all their parliament, not ours, uh, and then having a drink afterwards on the premises, I think that's a little bit uh, going, going overboard a bit. The other issue is whether whether members should have a bar. And what what's conjured up by opponents of it is, God, there are all those guys in there, drink, and there's always guys, all those guys in there uh, drinking their heads off late, 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 late at night, getting drunk, going in, going into going into the chamber then uh, well-oiled. I never saw that, actually. In, in many, many years ago, uh, there was a lot more drinking than, the, than there is now at that situation. Most of the other bar is full of people who go in there for a cup of coffee, for lunch, maybe a sandwich or something like that, and then they and then they, or they go in to have a quiet, a quiet uh, meeting mm. uh, away from everybody else. And well, I, I imagine and it's it, probably the only place you can get a bit of peace, Shane. Well, that's the point. You see, I mean, the pub. You know, the, you're, you're very much public property, and there is a canteen as well. And, and Paul's right about that. Uh, there's a canteen as well. You go in there, but once you once you go into the canteen where everybody everybody's allowed in and, and your guests and everybody else go in, you, you become a public property and you don't have any privacy at all. So it's quite useful to be able to go in, have a cup of coffee with someone, sit down, and off you go again. And, and it really isn't the kind of... It isn't a, an orgy or a haven of drunkenness at all. It's actually a place where TDs go occasionally and go to get away or they go in for a sandwich. And it's... It's, you know, the mystique should be should be removed from it. But of course, it should have a license. Yeah, people do drink there as well. Well, but... it's sort of elitist, isn't it? I mean, the, I mean, yeah. uh, uh, Paul Paul Murphy is 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 right about that. That the, you know the, yes. the perception that it's operating outside of what everybody else in the country who's running yeah, a bar would have to do. I mean, it 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 does seem a bit bizarre. Yeah, that's right. But it's 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 not. You know, it's not it's not somewhere where where you know there's great revelry at all. Quite. Neat. Quite, quite the opposite. It's always, in my experience, in recent times, certainly for the last twenty years, been somewhere which has been fairly quiet, pretty quiet, 
where there aren't really a large, you know, the case to be made was saying, well, there aren't sufficiently used or that much, you know. It's, uh, there aren't huge numbers of people in there at any time, but there are in the visitor's bar. I mean, take, I used to bring in large, large crowds of people to the visitor's bar and they would have a drink and, and good luck to them. You know, they'd come up to see their, see their parliament in action and they want to go and yeah. have a drink afterwards. I don't see anything wrong with that at all. And Shane, can, can anybody now maybe listening to this today that decides, do you know mm. what, I, I don't know what goes on in there and I only ever see bits of it in the news and maybe I, mm. I'd like to tip in someday and yeah. and get a tour and have a drink afterwards in, in the mm. famous visitor's bar that's that's operating yeah. or the, the bar that's operating with no licence. Can, can yeah. anyone just sign up to do that? Well, I think they need a TV to bring them in to host them. But, I mean, it would be, be a very rare TV to ever say no. I mean, you, you bring them in to see the house and, and, and lots and lots of groups of people and individuals love doing that. And that's, that, that is absolutely great. But the, the most natural thing to do, and I did lots of times, even though I didn't drink and I don't drink, uh, the most natural thing to do after they've done that is take them down uh, and buy them a drink. And that, mm. that happens. Okay. A great deal, but I think that's you know you you be actually depriving the public if you close the door. But I think what we, what we need to do really is to sort this out. Is to is just to regularise it, and that, that is that is something which I I don't know the answer. To. I don't know why that exists. But I yeah, think, but get get a license for it like every other pub. There's a yeah. text in here from a listener who says, "I bet you now there'll be emergency legislation rushed through in capital letters to deal with this." Priorities, like says this listener. Uh, Pat in Cork says, Yes, it should be closed. Paul Murphy is dead right. If anybody else had a drink while at work, they would be deemed incompetent, says Pat. 53106 is the number. Shane, will you stay with us actually? Because I have one or two callers want to join in as well. Vincent is on the line. Well, Vincent, what do you think? Do you agree with Paul Murphy? Hi, how are you? No, I, no, um, I, well, I, I don't agree that it should be closed. I think, but I think the license issue is. Um, I'm very surprised that it can't be sorted out because basically what you'd have there is a club license, which is basically a member's club. So they would go to court in September. They apply for their uh, their member uh, applies for a, a drinks license for their bar in the Dáil, and it's issued every September. And they just have to have their 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 stuff up to scratch, and their solicitor appears in court and it gets it for them. It's not complicated. So in the similar way, because there's texts in here from people talking about, you know, you might have sports clubs or clubs that have... It's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Like, it's like a, um, a bar in a college or a bar in a golf club or, you know, it's exactly the same, the way the same process. The members apply first and they nominate, you know, say a bar manager to be the licensee for the year or so on or whoever's running the bar for them, you know? You're obviously in the business, Vincent, are you? I am, yeah, I am, yeah, I have. And funny, I, I actually look after the uh, bar in Dublin City University. Okay, so you know the story. Yeah. So you think it would be similar to something like... Um... Exactly, the, there's no difference. Exactly the same thing, but there's no, they wouldn't have to be expunging licences from another bar or anything like that. You know? Yeah. So that's how it's so that's if you need a hand tender to give me a shout I'll get it for them <laughs> <laughs> it's a pity Paul Murphy is, isn't still with us what then Shane I mean you're listening to Vincent there it's easily sorted out yeah I think I think you know what he's saying is quite reasonable get get them a licence which is suitable to their to their needs you know I mean and there is something you know there is something weird about working in the Doyle of course and or, or in the Senate and, and in, in that they do work incredibly long and unsocial hours. Now, that's not an excuse, but what I'm saying is you can't leave the place uh, when you're there, you know, if, mm. if, if, if the, and it only opens during sitting, you know, it, only, it opens late if the, if the oil is late, of course, but you can't leave the place at all because of division. So when you're there, particularly when you're a minister or anything like that, you have to make absolutely certain you don't go because if you miss a vote, it's like, you know, you'd be... You'd be oh, sure, we'll be talking about that then at 12 o'clock. That'd be another story, Shane. Yeah, well, that's right. 
you know. You know. But, uh, but you know what I mean? They, the, the people that sometimes till, till midnight, etc. there's absolutely nothing wrong with if they were okay. there from midnight with going for a cup of coffee yeah. or a cup of tea. But you know, we, I, I've been asking people that very question, whether or not, whatever about the licence, even if that's sorted out, whether or not you think the dull, dull bar should be closed. I mean, Vincent is with us. Vincent, you think it should, it should uh, Vincent um, thinks that it, that it should stay. He's in favour of it. I have another text in here who says, keep it open, visited the dull bar. It was a great place to visit. We also went to the bar at the end. People are just jealous. Another text in here from a listener again who says, absolutely, we should keep the doll bar. I don't see any problem with it. Joe was on the line. Joe, what do you think? Uh, well, I think, to be honest with you, that the bar should be kept open. Uh, at least get the license sorted out first. Uh, but I think it's really, really important from a networking perspective uh, where different parties have different viewpoints, sometimes with very, very uh, nasty exchanges in the doll. And, you know, if people meet in the bar afterwards, there's a possibility that they can get together and maybe have an alignment on some of their viewpoints and things like that, which would be very, very healthy. So for me, I think, uh, and I'm a taxpayer, and I pay tax right down the line. I have no problem with that whatsoever. But I think in terms of governmental uh, processes and getting people to see the same side of the coin sometimes, which they don't do, it would be, I think it's a good thing, uh, more than just a social thing, I think it's it's a good thing to keep the bar open. Yeah, I have to say, Joe, you're not in the minority with that view because the most people here, when I'm looking at the text now coming in in front of me, most people are in favour of actually keeping the doll bar open. Yes, yes, I I I think it would be uh, I think it would be it would have a negative effect and it would make people more polarised by the fact that they cannot uh, intermingle with one another, and I think that's the last thing that we need, especially these days. Historically, we have um, historically the Irish have always uh, carried out their business in public houses. It's in our DNA, says Daniel in Dundalk. Please give them a break. I'd imagine they never get a minute's peace if they're in a normal bar. So what's the harm if they're there while um, at work? Says another texter. This listener though says, should we close the doll bar? My question is why. Is there a doll bar? Totally beyond me. Maybe if somebody could help explain the rationale for a bar in the workplace, I'd be very grateful. 53106, keep the messages coming into us here. We are going to be talking about how to get your zest for life back now. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.